0: This is Agent's Influence Podcast. It was amazing. He had charted out his course, so he planned, but he didn't have a plan. Now, why is that important? Why it's important is is because the number one thing that we learned out of this was consistency. I believe that's probably one of our top three things that we have problems with in our agency. But those that don't think that, I think you don't realize that the unconsistent things that you're doing in your agency, whether it's how you build relationships, how you create leads, how you quote policies, how you're getting your referrals, they're not consistent. Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey everyone, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Hey, how are you doing? This is the place where you tell me your ideas, tell me your thoughts, and I am going to tell the world what you have to say, because we believe in giving a voice to you so that we can make forward change and momentum in the greatest industry God ever created, the insurance industry. Hey, I've got a good one for you today, guys. This is, uh, I'm always, as always, I'm always excited uh, this one's going to have a little bit different of a spin on it, and I just um, I've been kind of uh, captivated and and kind of moved and energized uh, by a book that I've recently read, and I and I want to and I want to talk about that book and, and how I learned and the things I want to pass along to you for you to tell me if I'm crazy or not, the things that relate to the book and bring it directly into your agency, your life. And the things that you're doing, maybe on a personal level, I'm I'm staying business because he, this person who wrote this is coming from a personal level, so you get to understand that. But how does that affect our agency? How does it affect our success and our growth? What can we learn from it? And that's what we're going to talk about today, and I think you're going to like it. Um, I just want to, before I get on to that, I just want to let you know and remind you that we are on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, I, I haven't said that in a while, but you can find us. You can go right there to your iTunes podcast, put it in there. Stitcher is basically iTunes, but for Droid in a way. Um, we are trying to get onto Google Play. We really need to make that a priority. We just haven't got a lot of requests from that, but we have had a lot of people reach out to us uh, recently and who have told us about. Um, the fact that they didn't know that we were on iTunes and they said, hey, I found that out. Did you tell that to people? And I used to say it all the time. If you've been a long time loyal listener, you know I used to say that all the time. So one of the things that I, I also wanted to talk to you about was um doing some speaking i obviously as you guys know i do some speaking um all across uh, uh america north america i've actually spoken outside the country um and hey all it takes is one time for you to be international like jay Z. um i'm going to be speaking in ohio on may 10th uh, i'm going to be actually speaking at the hawksoft users group uh i am a qq user but uh, i think there's a lot of things that we can learn and once again just like this podcast if we can get everybody on the same page and not necessarily having to go the exact same route, but going in a forward motion on the in, in a certain direction, I believe that we can make change quicker. And so I'm gonna be there, they invited me, and actually the next day, I'm going to be in uh, Galveston, Texas, and uh, I will be speaking there at the Professional Insurance uh, Agents of America, and uh, the PIA of Texas they are. This is actually gonna be my third year back. Um, Fantastic event that they have going down there. Um, It it really, really, truly is. I I think that there's both good and the big I and the PIA. I know some of you guys are listening to this and you're pro-PIA and um, anti-IIABA and vice versa, but just know we gotta get over that. Forward change, once again, the more people we can get going in the same direction, the better. I'm going to be speaking in Virginia in September, Oregon in October, and California in October. Those dates, um, I don't know. I just know that they've reached out to me and their committees are coming after me. Oh, one other one. I've got uh, July 28th and 29th. I will be in Florida at the Young Agents uh, Conference. I'm actually going to be speaking there at the Hilton in Pensacola Beach. And I'm actually going to just take my family and stay for the seven days prior as well to put on a vacation. So if you want to happen to come on in a vacation, go find out the Hilton. Pensacola uh, uh, on Pensacola Beach I'll be there that whole week Uh, we can hang out have some beers and then maybe stay for that young agents conference I'm telling you I've been to a lot of young agents conferences this is definitely one of the top two or three I promise you that it's awesome Um, besides just the environment. But anyways, I just want you guys to know that I'm there. Also on Grow Labs 2017, I apologize we don't have the details out for this yet. Uh, We are really working on some stuff and I think it's going to be worth it. Uh, They say patience is a virtue, but that's a virtue I necessarily do not have. Uh, So I'm just like you, the loyal listeners, you want to know about this. I am uh, working hardcore on uh, trying to bring this to you and to make this happen. So a little patience goes a long way and I do appreciate it. Uh, Here's what I want to get on to. Um, real quick, I want to give some feedback, okay? Because uh, I got, I've been getting some, some tremendous feedback from agents who, um, who have really, I don't know, I mean, just been giving some great feedback into what's going on and, and what they feel and what's happening and, and some of the stuff that you and I are doing here um, on this podcast. And he says, uh, you know, I listened to the podcast uh, last night. He says, another one, I want to thank you for taking the journey that created the podcast and Grow Lab. Grow Lab invigorated and motivated Nancy and I to initiate some changes. For me personally, Grow Lab was a critical event that started a shift in my thinking and it started the expansion of my mind to so many, many more opportunities. Since Grow Lab, my paradigm has changed and Grow Lab was the trigger that set off that change. I hope you and your family have a wonderful weekend. Thanks again for the positive impact you have on your development, enthusiasm, and motivation." Uh, That's the sign, David Brush out of Apple Valley Insurance, and uh, I personally got to meet David at uh, Grow Labs 2017, he's a great individual, Uh, gave me some great insight on how to make Grow Labs 17, excuse me, I met him at Grow Labs 2016 and to uh and he gave me some great ideas but uh recently i had reached out to some people in the mastermind uh and and i had asked some people uh hey give me some books and one of them came and the guy that came back uh was i actually have a couple of them the next one i'm going to read is outlier um, which came from kevin johnson out of virginia and this one here which i thought was good was 76 days adrift um, and here's what this is about, because this is the book that we're going to talk about. And, and, and I thanks David for this um, and, the new, and numerous. And we, we get a lot of emails. And Joey, you know, Joey's told me that over the last three or four months, I mean, seriously, we are getting some serious emails. And we encourage you, please, 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 please hit us up, um, jason at growprogram.com. Or you can actually go to the webpage where this podcast is and leave a comment. Um, here's another one I just got to share this will be the last one because I think this is big time it says Austin Watts was a good choice to bet to have on your podcast um, however uh, however I am a former news anchor and I know a good interview when I hear one the questions you ask are very inviting they're very informative they're also very in question uh, investigative and to delivering the best possible message to your listeners and I bet your listeners are happy I am not in the business, in the insurance business, but together you and he kept me interested for the duration because of your energetic uh, articulation of your ideas you hold dear. Here's what I got to say. That wasn't me. That was was straight Austin. Because I got to tell you, I was still, I listened to that podcast twice myself and I, I don't normally do that. Okay, I really truly don't. But I listened to it twice because I really wanted to, I wanted to get out of it why I made that podcast for you. I wanted to get out of it. Um, I wanted to get in his mind. I wanted to know what he was thinking. What, what, what was his motivation? What was his outlook? What was important to him? You know, in, in a short term and in a long term. Uh, What interested him? What made him, if his dad asked him a 100 times, what made him finally make that decision? I wanna know that because one of the top things that you can do to grow your agency is to find producers. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. No Facebook, no email marketing, no trusted choice leads, no Dave Ramsey leads, no whatever it could be. No one is going to grow your business like a producer. So what does it look like inside of their mind? And that's why I brought him on. And so to you out there, Colleen Osteen, I greatly appreciate that if you happen to be reading it uh, again, because I thought it was important um, that, that you reach out. And with you being a former news anchor, my goodness, and they said they know a good one when they hear one. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, and to the loyal listeners, if you agree with that, I appreciate uh, you agreeing with that. So let's get on to this, though, because David Brush sent me Are You Adrift, and he didn't send it to me. I I went and, and, and bought it on my Audible. You guys know I listen to all my books, and this one was Adrift, 76 Days Lost at Sea by Stephen Callahan. Now, what was amazing about this is, is this book was not like the one of the top books I've ever read. You know, it's not, it, it it's not up there with the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. You know, it's not up there with the Originals, How Nonconformists uh, Rule the World. You know, it wasn't up that far. I mean, I don't think it was the Good to Great. I would love to hear a Good to Great uh, new. I, I, there's a there's a couple other things. Um, the you know, my Tao of Seneca. I I believe that there's a lot of stuff that I would say wow but why did I why did why and what was this because as I as I thought about it the whole time I really thought about how the what was going on and I thought about his trials I thought about his tribulations I thought about his ups I thought about his joyous moments his aha moments and I and I realized that as an agency owner, it was so in line with what I do and the way I think and the challenges I have to to overcome on a daily and sometimes hourly basis, not over from my clients, but also from my staff, to my producers, to my family, to my wife, to my kids, to 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 my community, to my church that I'm involved in all this stuff to my basketball team that I coach. I mean, all of this stuff, I ask myself these questions. But for you, the loyal listener, I wanna just focus in on the insurance industry and focus in on our business. And here's the thing about it. So this gentleman, um, he is uh, adrift. And what happened was, is he's a navigator. Da da da. He's about 30 years old, and and he just loves sailing and whatever. And he has to sail across the Atlantic Ocean to be able to. You have to do it solo in order to get into like this race or something like that. And so he decides to do this, and he leaves. Uh, I can't real. I can't really say. It's like from. It's some some islands off the coast of Europe and stuff like that. I it's. It, it, I know geography pretty well, but he really spoke of a lot of places I'd never heard of. And so anyways, the point is, is that after he was out there, he was out uh, in the sea, he was going to f- go from there, which is on what's what we would call the uh, west coast of uh, of Europe, and he was going to go down to the Caribbean. And, and he had to make that voyage and probably, I can't remember exactly, two, three, four days out away from finally sailing. Um, he's sleeping one night and wham, I mean, something slams the side of his uh, of his uh, uh, boat, which he was in the middle of a storm. Something slams it. And when they slam it, he wakes up and he wakes up. And by the time he wakes up, the water is already over his knees inside of his little I'm, I'm picturing 18, 20 foot little uh, uh, sailboat and it's already up to his knees and it's sinking i mean the back is going down and he literally has to get out and get the raft out and pop it and it's storming outside and dark and and, and it's just crazy you know he's talking about 6 to 10 foot swells and 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 later he, he literally talks about 20 to 30 foot swells i mean literally can you think of that and and he pulls this little dinghy raft out that's about six feet and you know, and, and uh what would that be? And and uh in in a radius all the way around, whatever it would be. I was terrible at uh at math. So he's in this and you can picture himself and he has to get back into the ship because he has to get the stuff that's most important to him. Um, and I mean, this thing is underwater and he's, and it's just barely floating and he dives into it. It's dark and he's, he's having to get all these supplies because it happened so fast. He didn't get time and, and all of this stuff happens. And for the next 76 days, he stays adrift and afloat. Now, when we say 76 days, we say to ourselves, we're like, oh my gosh, like 76 days. But to me, if I change it, it's even worse. If I say two and a half months, I think of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think of that. And I think to myself like, oh my gosh, 10 of those, 10 weeks. I mean, a lot of you have been in the military and boot camps are 10 weeks. I mean, can you imagine being in a little bitty, six foot across, said so small he couldn't even extend out his legs. After the third, fourth day, he's got boils on his skin from the salt water, the seawater. He can't figure out how to get his filtration system to work, so he hasn't had anything to eat. I mean, it's, it's burning from the sun. It's unbelievable when you think about the storms he went through. And here's the thing that I know is that there's about three or four main points that I took out of this story that I really think really encapsulated why this was important. Because really what was amazing is, is at the end of this, he didn't necessarily see it as so much of a, as a negative um, uh, um, a circumstance. Uh, um, it wasn't so much of a negative journey other than a positive challenge. That's what it became to him. But afterwards, there's a lot of things you're doing today that you're not going to see. There's a lot of things today that are weighing you down. You're in the car right now on the way to the office because something just happened and they need you. Or you're on your way to see your client and something just happened and they need you you've just got rejected by that account that was due in three days and you now have no other opportunities except for an ENS broker. There's no way in that time, I mean there's challenges that come along but when we look back in 20, 30, 40 years I've asked the veterans and I think they'd confirm and that is that looking back there was a lot of those. It's like your marriage You look back and there was all these ups and downs, but at the end of the day, wow, what a journey. And the reason why it's such a journey is because it's going to make your agency who your agency's going to be. The legacy that you're going to leave after you're done, after you sell, after you have passed in your community, you're leaving a legacy. You're leaving a legacy that's possibly changing your family tree. Have you ever looked at it that way? You're encountering things every day that you don't realize are making you stronger and building and putting more bricks into the wall that is going to be the sturdy foundation that your family is going to sprout from. Without you doing what you're doing right now, you have no idea the type of lives your family will have in two, three generations, and it can all be affected by you. But right now, you don't see that that's very important to realize that never at one of those 76 days did he see that really 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 important when you're also looking at certain things that he did and i think that's important is he planned but he never had a plan he planned but he never had a plan Now, see, I think there's a lot we can learn from this right here. I think there's a lot. I mean, this is so deep we could almost do a whole podcast, and Jason's not going to do like he does, but I want to stay here for a minute. Because I believe every day that woke up, he had new circumstances that happened. There was no two days alike. Just like your days. In another situation where another person in his same situation could have, been, had, could have had a totally different outcome and could have been two, there was never two people that went adrift and had the same situation. They had different circumstances that happened every day, which forced them to have a different plan every day. And they were constantly planning. But the next day, it was done and we had to create something else. It was important to know that they planned uh, he planned every day but he never had a plan. And I think that's really really vital to when we're looking and we're understanding what were some of the things that he took out of here. Those challenges. Everything that happened on that boat was literally in a negative sense. Now I don't think that that's your agency. But I want you to know that most of the time when someone calls into your our office as you know, It's usually to encounter or to fix a problem that they need. That's what our job is. They need to save money. They need to add a a car. They need an ID card. They need to upgrade or upsell. They need to raise their limits. We need to cross-sell because they need the life insurance or the health insurance. They always need, they need, they need. Now, in a different sense and almost in a different spectrum, that's what that journey was for him. He was constantly having things need him, whether it was his skin for attention, whether it was his stomach for starvation, which was if it was his mental aspect. And we're going to talk about that because his mental, he talked all the time about his spirit, his mental, and his body being three different people. And it was crazy. And it's amazing what happens at the end because all those people, as soon as he's rescued, that mental, that spirit, that body, they all became one again and everything went away. He had adjusted to that situation. And I think that that's very, very important. When we're adjusting to the situation, we can plan as much as we want to, but when we create a plan, We're in trouble. His plan, he knew by using his nautical genius he had, he could figure out how many miles a day he was traveling, anywhere between 17 to 25 miles. He had then also coursed out that he had 1,800 miles to get to the nearest uh, island that he could. If he hit these these certain currents, he would go through approximately three or four shipping lanes, and he would see approximately this many ships. And and there was all this stuff that he knew. And come to find out, he was right on about a lot of that stuff. But the way he got to that was completely different than what he thought at the beginning. It was amazing. He had charted out his course. So he planned But he didn't have a plan now why is that important why it's important is is because the number one thing that we learned out of this is that I learned out of this I don't know why I keep saying we maybe I have more than one person in my head was commitment his commitment was the number one thing and I think that that's what we have in our agency I think that's almost probably our num 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 not commitment excuse me consistency excuse me consistency I believe that's probably one of our top three things that we have problems with in our agency. And I would almost say it's probably uh, probably number one or two. Now, those of you right now that are disagreeing with me, you know that I love that because I'm just trying to get you out of your comfort zone. That's how we change. But those that don't think that, I think you don't realize that the consistent, uh, the inconsistent things that you're doing in your agency, whether it's how you build relationships, how you create leads, how you quote policies, how you issue policies, how you cross sell, how you're marketing afterwards, how you're getting your referrals. They're not consistent. And I'm I'm speaking to me. Woo. Let me, let me time out. Okay. Time out because this is, I'm speaking to me too. Once again, that's what got me thinking on this book. So when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me. You talking to you? Are you talking to me? All right. Sorry. That was terrible. Anyways, I think the consistency is the most important manner because here's what he said. He said that the reason why he was able to stay afloat uh, mentally, the reason why he physically was able to stay um, active to where he could move, the the spiritual side of him that said to him, you're going to make it, you have hope, here's the comfort, this is what you're going to do, march on. He consistently did it every day. He talked about he would wake up at these four times during the night and he would look across the sea and he would scan it for 30 minutes. He would go back to sleep. The first thing that he would do is he would catch these these uh, these fish that would eat the barnacles off the bottom of his uh, raft and he could catch those with his spear. And, those, and he would do it at the same time every day because he knew when they were happening. Believe me, you get very bored out there and you notice routines very quick. But that's the important part. It was the routine. It was the consistency that made him survive 76 days adrift in the Atlantic Ocean. That's what we need in our agency. We need 70 we need to be consistent so we're here for another 76 years as an agency. That's how we changed the family tree. So I think that, that being, committed was, uh, being, uh, being committed to being consistent was I think was very, very, very important to the success. I believe it's one of the most important things for you to be successful. If you are young in this, in, in this industry, please listen to the fact that it took me too long to realize that even though I had a lot of people tell me. Take that and be consistent in what you do. And, and I promise there will be nothing that you will earn you bigger dividends. And there's veterans right now who are successful as you want to be, who are listening to this as a loyal listener, who are saying, you're right on, Cass. You're right on. Please send me that email, jason at growprogram.com, or hit me at uh, grow underscore jason on Twitter. Tell me I'm wrong or right. Tell me your inspirational story. Everybody's got one. Learn from that. And that's what we're doing here is learning from his you know, what's amazing is is as he was in this journey, he knew what to do and not what and what not to do. Once again, I think that's another jewel gem to us in our agency in our business. Do we know what we're doing? Do we know what we're good at doing? Do we know what we're not good at doing? Are there things that we need to change? because we can't sit in that comfort zone. Never at one time did he sit in a comfort zone. It made him react and change every day because he was a planner, but he never had a plan. Because he knew though, inside of planning, what he could do and what he couldn't do. There were so many different types of fish that he tried to catch and he actually caught a couple. It was really cool. But the fact is, is that there was so many things that he finally realized after like 15, 20 days, like, okay, I can't catch those, but I can catch these. So I'm gonna focus everything in on catching these. And that's why he caught all these fish. Now, when I say a couple different types, those are different species or types of fish, but, he had these, I cannot think of their name right now, Dorados or something like that, that would eat these barnacles That and, and he could get these. And he, and he would eat these things and cut them open and, and make strips out of them. And he had to do it by a certain time because he had the sun only for so long in a certain direction to be able to dry it out. And it had to dry out and he had to do all this stuff and he did it like clockwork. And guess what? He survived 76 days at sea because he knew what to do and when he was consistent about it, but he also knew what to do and what not to do. How's that look in your agency? It, are you doing those things? Are you doing things that, that make you say to yourself, this is why I do what I do? Or is, that, or is that what it's saying? Or are you over here saying to yourself, like, this industry drives me crazy? Now, I've, I've thought both today, okay? I've thought both. But how are you reacting to that? Are you still continuing on that, doing that? Or over the course of three, six, eight, nine, twelve 12 months, are you finally saying, you know what? This is a piece of business, or this is a line of business, or this is a type of client, um, or this is an area we need to... Um, change go after add to discontinue whatever that could possibly be and uh, do you know what you're doing this also goes back to niche you know I talk about niche all the time that's how I make my money that's how my family eats niche and and that's one of the things you could do now where I'm so bad in it is I'm not consistently active in pursuing my clients I've got that up and down motion like a lot of us uh agents have one day we're here, one day we're that. And the reason is is because we're not consistent in knowing what we're doing and what we're not doing. Now those peaks and valleys are, a lot e- are not as high and not as low for me as they used to be. And my goal has always been, because my mentor Mike Beard told me a long time ago, he said you wanna even out the peaks and valleys as much as possible. And I always remember that and I picture that in my head, slowly moving those waves to where they're coming closer together to where they have um, uh, less frequency. And when they do have, when they do come, they're far less severe in altitude or incoming. Uh, no matter the altitude, high or low. So I think there's there's a lot of things. I mean, and here's what's amazing: there's nobody ever who's ever doubted themselves for seventy six days more than this gentleman has. And I know that's something you have because I know that's something I have. You're trying to make decisions. You're trying to help people. You're trying to improve your staff. You're trying to improve your workflows, your procedures. You're trying to improve your marketing, your advertising, your accounting, running the reports that you need for the data that's going to make you successful in the different programs and what's working and not working. And you make these decisions and you doubt yourself every day. And I'm here to say it's okay. That's what's moving your cheese. That's what's making you move. That's what's making you feel uncomfortable. Because you got to say to yourself, we're not comfort here. We do the hard things. We don't do the easy things. Everybody else wants to do the easy things. And then they want to get done at 5 o'clock. And they want to go drink beer and, 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 and play with their friends. You know? No. That's not what we're here for. Well, at least in my stage. In my business, I'm not. At 38, I'm all about trying to make some money. Build that legacy. And we do doubt ourselves. We doubt ourselves a lot. And I want you to know that that's okay to do. It got so bad here with him when he was on this journey that he literally had his own crew in his head. Like he had one person that was in charge of fishing and he had one person that was in charge of making sure the water got distilled and he had another person that was in charge of making sure that the raft was okay. Because see one thing I didn't tell you is he was trying to get one of these fish one day and he stuck it with his spear and when he got up he lost his balance and bam his spear went right into the top tube of his of his raft. And it's made of two tubes on the side. And he literally had to take his raft and almost make it like a half of a circle because he had to pull in one side and wrap it with twine. And that was like on day, I don't know, 35 or 40. And he went another month without that. Constantly having to pump the pump. He had a little foot pump, but he used his hands. He would constantly pump that thing like, I don't know, 50 to 70 times every hour. And he constantly had to do that for over a month, every hour, in the middle of the night, or he would sink because it would go too low and the water would rush over. I mean, these are the things this person was going through. He doubted himself all the time. He lived in a world of doubt. Now, I don't think that needs to be your agency and we don't need to live in that that thing of doubt, but what I'm telling you is, is when you do doubt yourself, that's completely okay. And I would actually say it's a huge strength. And the reason is, is when you're confident, oh, yeah, what's the saying you've always been told since mom and dad when you were younger? And no matter how great you are, there's somebody else out there working twice as hard to beat you. And, and, and that's what it is. And when you doubt yourself, you're making yourself think, yeah, that was yesterday, but we live in a world of what have you done for me today? And I think that I think there's a lot that you can learn from that right there. Doubting yourself is okay, but it's like Seth Godwin says, don't let it prevent you from shipping it. And that's the point there. Don't let it prevent you from shipping it. When you doubt yourself, you're fine. But here's the decision. Make the decision and follow through with it. Be consistent. See, this this is a journey that this man had, and that's a journey you're having. And I don't care if you're even an agency owner. One day you will be. And if you're not an agency owner, you own your book. No, Jason, my agency owns it. No, you own it. Because I guarantee you, if you leave, you're going to get 40 to 60% of it that's going to come with you in the next three to five years. People say it's a lot higher, but believe me, it's not. I've talked to enough agents. They all want to blow smoke. I'm being serious. It's about as much as you're going to get unless you're highly specialized. And there are some exceptions, but basically. So that's what's important. And what's important to know for you agents out there that are new is not is when he knew what he was good at and what he wasn't, it's something he didn't learn immediately. It took days and days and days, which will be weeks and weeks and months and months for you. They learned, but they realized and they marked down and they wrote down and they took a, a note and they were aware of what didn't work. And in the same, all those things, they were aware of what did work. And they started cutting the fat and growing the good and that's what you got to do so don't expect like you're going to just know everything now i'll tell you one of the things that can help you is when you do niche and you do know really what you're good at that is going to help you get to know it quicker and that that's what he did i mean he literally had like five things that he did every day and he did them in a constant pattern that's what you need to do just just understand and learn from it you may not know immediately but that's what it's about so sometimes you feel as if you are adrift. Sometimes you feel as if, is this agency moving? Sometimes you feel as if, am I being consistent? Sometimes you feel as if, what am I doing the right thing? Are we doing what we should be doing? Sometimes you say to yourself, this is not a challenge and this is a journey. It's as he said, I feel like I have a seat in hell. That's what he said. He felt like he had a seat in hell. Sometimes you feel that way. Now see sometimes you may sit here and you may be like, "Jason, but what but you know, my gosh, you seem this so torturous. I mean, like 76 days adrift. That's that's terrible in our business and no 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 no. The point is is at the end of this, at the end of this, the challenge he realized was actually a beautiful journey that made him who he was and stronger. And I think that that is the thing that we definitely can learn from um, when we're looking at this. Now, the last thing that, that I think that was really important, that I think he, I want to I end it with this by saying, the, the last note that I have, which I think could possibly be um, important, is, is he didn't do it by himself. He had to have others. I've talked to a lot of agency owners who tell me when I was talking about um, partnering with Travis, they said, you know what, I have a partner and you probably don't want a partner. And there's a lot of you listen, loyal listeners out there that say, hey, I wish I didn't have a partner. And I'm not saying that that can't happen, but I believe that's been one of the best things that's happened to my agency, um, maybe in the, since the existence. But it just allows us to not only grow, but to have our own duties and and to be secure and to be able to have a trust in somebody else that they're competent and that they're consistent, I think, that and they're committed. I think that that's very important. I think the fact that he needed others. He needed somebody to save him. He needed somebody to teach him how to be a navigator on the water. He needed all the books that he had read about how for survival. Because believe it or not, the record for being adrift is 136 days. There was a person who was adrift for 136 days and lived. No joke, promise. He had written that. He had wrote that. If that man hadn't been in that situation, a lot of the things that he knew he wouldn't he actually had the book with him. He had this little container that was watertight that he would put things in to make sure it wouldn't get his little pad that he took all of his notes on. He would keep everything in there. That was like his life. He wanted that thing more than his life. It was amazing. But he needed others. Here's the deal. I mean you could say others and you think of people, but he needed other things. He needed those fish. He really did. He needed those birds. How they, he was able to be spotted and how he knew land was around and what gave him hope was is he needed birds because birds told him that they was near land somewhere. The fishermen said, hey, we normally don't fish out this far, but we decided to come out here because we saw the birds, which meant fish. It was not fish, it was him. So, I mean, I think that there's something to be learned from that he needed the strength of the things that he had from his mother and father and his best friends and everything that kept him alive you know sometimes you feel as if you're alone in this thing called the insurance industry or insurance agent or insurance owner but really you you're not and and you know that and so I think that it's very important and we know that the number one way to grow our agencies is by, is by hiring producers. I mean, it's over and over, every successful agency with every survey or based on their production, whether it's best practices, it really doesn't matter. It, it always comes down, it's always the number one or number two thing is hiring producers was the reason why. We need other people, we do. I know a lot of you agency owners have hired agents and they were such a headache to handle that you would just rather do it by yourself. If that's what's good for you, that's what's good for you. But take some of these things and help them incorporate into that new producer. Be consistent. Help them understand what they're good at and what they're not good at. Help them to be committed. Tell them that they need others to help them grow their business. Tell them this is just it's just a challenge and it's a great journey and it's grueling sometimes. But in the end, it's given you the life. Tell them about the life that you have. They probably already see it. It's the reason why they came to work with you. And then the most important thing is sometimes it seems negative, but you promise at the end, at the end of the month, at the end of the week, at the end of the year, or at the end of your career, it's going to be really, really rewarding and satisfying. So that's all I got for this podcast, and I uh, just wanted to let you guys know I hope you enjoyed that. Please let me know your thoughts at jason at growprogram.com. Jason at growprogram.com. You can also hit me at Jason underscore grow. Uh, that's Jason underscore grow on Twitter. Uh, you know, you can feel free to hit me anywhere you want. Hit me on Facebook, uh, on Grow Programs Facebook site. Uh, be sure to, once again, go like us on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, once again, I hope that you enjoyed this. I've got a couple other great podcasts uh, that I've already recorded that you're going to like. I just I just finished this book today, and I, I wanted to say, you know what? I'm just going to sit down, throw this together. And uh, this, I'm recording this on February 21st of 2017. So remember to tell me your ideas and tell me your thoughts, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and I am out.